because I've said it once, I'll say it again. We are all unique. We all have different symptoms. We all have different triggers. We all have different things that are going to affect our endometriosis and our like specific body. And figuring out what that is for you and having a unique healing plan for you is what is important. Please don't ever blindly follow a diet plan online that's like given out to mass people or a healing treatment plan that's given out to mass people, right? There are like general things like eat more vegetables and eat more antioxidants and things like that. I know I ran into this and I run into this with a lot of my clients, right? They're like, yeah, I found the endo diet or I was told that I had to be vegan to like help my endometriosis. And I'm like, no, that is not true. You know, like it's so different for everybody. And so really figuring out what works for your unique body is what you need to do. And that's what I help my clients with. Hi, and welcome to the Endo Babe podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Bree. I'm an ultrasound tech turned endometriosis coach, positivity and self-love advocate, a seven on the Enneagram, and I am a proud dog mom. And I'm on a mission to help you live more positively with endometriosis and be happy in your body. On the Endo Babe podcast, we're going to dive deep into all things endometriosis, mindset, self-love, health, and so much more. This is a badass podcast for badass endo babes. And I want you to leave this podcast feeling inspired and empowered on your own health journey with more confidence and the belief that you too can have more good days than bad. Are you with me, babes? See you in the podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Endo Babe Podcast. I am so excited to share today's episode with you and happy Endo Awareness Month. Oh, it feels so surreal. I can't believe that it's already March again. It feels like it was just March last year. I was coming home from the Endo Summit in New York. My grandma was still alive and yeah, we were I was gearing up to go back home to visit her and then COVID hit. This year has been the longest and shortest year of my life. <laughs> and I'm sure many of you can relate. It's been a year. <laughs> um probably one of the hardest years of most of our lives, right? Just having to adapt to this new normal and still live with endometriosis for a lot of people that I talked to throughout this last year, like their periods were irregular. They were heavier. They were more painful, you know, just the level and amount of stress that we were put in because we were living through a pandemic isn't talked about enough. And I saw it firsthand with my clients and just with people that I spoke with that have endometriosis, but we made it through. We made it through another year and here we are again, Endo Awareness Month 2021. I am so excited for today. I'm going to be sharing with you, we're just going to kind of go back to basics and talk about what endometriosis is so we can all be on the same page in starting Endometriosis Awareness Month. I want us all to be on the same page and feel free to share this with your loved ones, with friends and family that or just like tell them when I'm telling you today that don't understand it, right? Because what I find with a lot of my clients is that that lack of understanding and that lack of meeting in the middle, right, is because they don't understand like those other people in our life, like they just don't get it. And so knowledge and education is so important for you, but it's also important for those in your life so they can support you right? People aren't mind readers. We, we need to 
share with them the same knowledge that we have so we can all just be on the same page. It just makes our life easier, makes everything easier. <laughs> um, so let's kind of dive in. So what is endometriosis? As all of you know, it is extremely painful, but research is now pointing away from it being a completely hormonal disease. And I know I've talked about this in prior episodes, but endometriosis is a full body inflammatory disease that's centered around immune dysfunction, right? And so what that means is that these lesions could have been like implanted in us when we like were being created as an embryo, right? And I'll go into a little bit of that later, Um, but they could have been like implanted in us from the time that we are literally being made in our mom's stomach and well, uterus. And the immune system is supposed to be like clearing up the lesions and clearing up things that aren't supposed to be there. That's like what the immune system's job is. And the reason why endometriosis is centered around immune dysfunction is because instead of being able to clear out these lesions, it's creating an immune response, which is causing more inflammation in that area, right? And chronic inflammation and pain. And researchers are still trying to even decide if endometriosis is an autoimmune disease, right? Because it doesn't quite meet all of the like qualifications to be an autoimmune disease, but it sure does have a lot of similarities. And at the end of the day, it probably doesn't really matter if it's a officially classified as an autoimmune disease or simply just a disease caused by or a disease of immune dysfunction because this immune dysfunction that I was just talking about is at the heart of what's going on right and so this is what's preventing the immune system from clearing up those endometriosis lesions and it's also what promotes the growth and evasions of more of those lesions right and there are a lot of different things that can cause this immune dysfunction, right? But it's most likely a factor or a combination of differing factors, right? It's like a multifactorial disease. It could be caused by genetics, epigenetics, which epigenetics are, they basically are how the gene is being turned on or turned off by exposure to environmental factors such as like toxins or dioxins or things like that, right? So essentially we have our genes, right? And the genes can be expressed or not expressed essentially. And so like if you've ever spit in the cup and done 23andMe where it tells you like your genetic makeup, like it'll tell you if you have the gene for Alzheimer's, but that does not mean that you are going to get Alzheimer's in your life, right? Epigenetics is what's going to determine that if that gene gets turned on or expressed at some point in your life, right? And again, epigenetics are things like environmental factors that are going to decide if the gene gets turned on or not, right? So another factor of immune dysfunction could be the back presence of like bacterial toxins and also like a nickel allergy. That's one that I think is kind of interesting if you've ever had like, if you're allergic to like nickel on your skin, I would do a little bit of like research into it because they're kind of finding like a correlation between nickel allergy and endometriosis, right? And so a good telltale sign is if like jewelry bothers your skin, right? Um, Not everybody has it, but they're finding a correlation between that now. But I just think it's so interesting, right? Because most of the research that was done was done a very long time ago. And even like Dr. Friedman, who did all of the research on Lupron, he falsified like 90% of that data, (laughs) His research on Lupron for endometriosis as a treatment had to be retracted from the medical journals because he falsified all of that data and made it up to look like Lupron helped 
the people that in the study, right? Um, and we still, even though it was falsified, like we still use that data and that research in today's medical practice, right? Which is just bullshit, number one. Um, but there is a lot of good research going on around endometriosis right now. And the issue is, is that it takes like 17 years for research that's being conducted in a lab to be implemented in medical practice, right? And so over the last like decade, there's been a lot of research that's coming up. I mean, we could have more, but I'm grateful for the research that is being done right now. And a lot of it is obviously pointing to this full body inflammatory disease centered around immune dysfunction, right? And what that means is that for treatment, number one, it means that like birth control pills and injections and hormonal birth control and Lupron and Oralisin, things like that are the wrong tools for the job essentially. And they're the wrong things to be giving somebody with endometriosis under the assumption that it's going to like cure you or make you feel better, right? The, at best, those treatments can provide some relief for you, right? In some people, not in everybody. And that's going to be a case-by-case basis if it provides some sort of like relief for your symptoms. Just remember that it's a Band-Aid solution and it's not actually doing anything to the endometriosis lesions. You cannot stop their growth with the pills or Lupron. You can't do anything like that because we're finding that these lesions create their own hormones and they grow despite being on these medications, right? And a lot of the medications such as Lupron and Oralissa have lifelong side effects, lifelong permanent side effects for some women. I've done a whole podcast on this. I think it's episode six or seven. For some women, their ovarian function doesn't even start up again, you know, and so it makes you completely infertile for the rest of your life. For some people, it causes severe suicidal ideations, right? Bone loss. I have permanent hypothyroidism because of taking Lopron. I wasn't given enough information, right? And none of us are. They're just told it's our only option, right? But it's not your only option, right? And we need to be completely informed of all of the side effects, all of the symptoms, all of the potential things that could go on in our body because it's your body and you have to live with those lifelong side effects, not your doctor, right? Sorry, I kind of went off on a tangent there. But anyways, this also goes to say that like, while a lot of women and people that have endometriosis, like a lot of us, I mean, I think just people in general, women in general, a lot of our hormones are not completely balanced, right? Because of toxins and environmental factors and stress and the food we eat and there's so many factors that go into it but this is also saying for like endometriosis hormonal balancing natural treatments such as like vitex and things like that won't do anything for endometriosis or it might do a little bit but it's not going to eradicate the disease right but it it could address those hormonal imbalance symptoms that you are experiencing right and so it's a really good thing to talk to your doctor about Um, or find a functional doctor that works with endometriosis, right? I'm sure that's like a needle in a haystack. But the future of endometriosis treatment is immune treatment, right? Because endometriosis is an inflammatory disease that's centered around immune dysfunction, right? And so if we can, the idea behind this is if we can help support our immune system, right? We can treat that immune dysfunction and then hopefully in the long term, reduce that chronic inflammation, right? I'll do a whole podcast on treating immune dysfunction for endometriosis, right? Because it is kind of like a case-by-case basis depending on what your symptoms are and things like that. And 
I want to do a little more research up on it, right? But the idea is that it's not a hormonal disease, right? And I know it's really interesting. Some of the research right now is pointing like, yes, a lot of women that have endometriosis have estrogen dominance, but not every woman, right? Like some women have low estrogen. So you could just be blindly taking things like DIM and stuff that will to like lower your estrogen because you've been told that you have high estrogen because you have endometriosis without officially doing any kind of testing like a hair tissue mineral test or a Dutch test or things like that. And you could actually be like lowering your estrogen too much because you already have low estrogen, right? Estrogen dominance is not a blanket true statement for every person that has endometriosis. And so that's why it's really important to work with somebody who can do that hair tissue mineral test and can do all of these other testing for you so you can actually get a clear idea of what's actually going on in your body because I've said it once I'll say it again we are all unique we all have different symptoms we all have different triggers we all have different things that are going to affect our endometriosis and our like specific body and figuring out what that is for you and having a unique healing plan for you is what is important please don't ever blindly follow a diet plan online that's like given out to mass people or a healing treatment plan that's given out to mass people, right? There are like general things like eat more vegetables and eat more antioxidants and things like that. I know I ran into this and I run into this with a lot of my clients, right? They're like, yeah, I found the endo diet or I was told that I had to be vegan to like help my endometriosis. And I'm like, no, that is not true. You know, like it's so different for everybody. And so really figuring out what works for your unique body is what you need to do. And that's what I help my clients with, right? Because it is everything is a case-by-case basis and there are so many different factors that go into healing and managing endometriosis. It's not just one thing that's going to be a cure-all. It's not just excision surgery, right, that's going to magically cure all of your pain, right? It's There's a whole bunch of different factors that go into managing endometriosis and learning to live well and having a unique healing plan for your unique body is part of that plan. Again, endometriosis is a full-body inflammatory disease that's centered around immune dysfunction. And essentially, it's a disease where these endometriosis lesions are inflammatory, and they are similar to the innermost lining of the uterus, but they are not the exact same. They are different on a histological level, and what that means is when you put it under a microscope, they look differently, right? Because they're different types of cells, and they're like outside the uterus in the abdomen, And because they're inflammatory, right, some people explain them as like little tiny blisters all over your internal organs, right, which causes immense amounts of pain. Imagine having, like, you know how bad it hurts when you get a blister on the back of your heel from like the wrong shoes, right? They like rub you the wrong way. Imagine having those all over your internal organs. It is fucking painful. It's also listed as one of the top 20 most painful conditions to live with in the entire world. There's an estimated, well, it's probably over that now, but there's an estimated 200 million people in the world that have endometriosis. And the reality is that number is probably a lot higher due to the lack of understanding from our medical community, right? The delay in diagnosis and the amount of people that go under surgeries and are told they don't have endometriosis because the doctor wasn't trained to actually visualize the different presentations of endometriosis, right? One in 10 people have endometriosis, but that doesn't even include the trans and non-binary folks who have not been studied. And so it's actually probably closer to about one in five people that have endometriosis, which is insane, which is doubles 
that 200 million to 400 million <clears throat> if my math is right sorry if if that was wrong <laughs> somebody correct me you can email me let me know um the sad reality is that it takes an average of 10 years to get diagnosed with endometriosis right some women it's shorter some women it's longer but on average it takes 10 years right and that's because of the lack of understanding from our medical com- community but my hope is that with more awareness out there Right, with all the research that's being done right now, hopefully in this next decade, if it takes an average of 17 years for research to be implemented in medical practice, hopefully within this next decade, we'll start to see some real change in the medical community. Right, You can also write your Congress people, right, right, our elected officials, and let them know like, why we need better access to excision surgeries. I know Elizabeth, you might know her over on Instagram as South Asian Warriors. She's doing a campaign right now where she's collecting people's stories for how like the delay in access of care, proper care, delayed your diagnosis, right? And so I'm going to be writing her a little testimonial or not a testimonial, a little like paragraph, a little snippet, some narrative to go into this campaign because I grew up in Montana, right? There's no excision specialist in Montana. <laughs> the medical system in Montana hopefully is better now because we're moving back there. But I, I mean, I'm sure they try their best, but I'm they can do better. Um, and because of that, I was gaslit and told that like my pain was all in my head or I was making up for attention because my parents were getting divorced. Like all of these things because doctors are misinformed you know, and they're taught or not, they're, they're not taught, but they are more prone to dismiss women's pain, right? Especially if you are a black woman with endometriosis, that number, I think like doubles for how often you'll get dismissed, which is sickening. And so I'm going to be writing a narrative for Elizabeth's campaign on how that delay and care from access to excision surgery, like delayed my diagnosis, right? So if you want to hop on that, you can um, go over to her Instagram, South Asian Warriors, and you can write her a little snippet. She's collecting things and she's sending them to her um, elected official in Michigan because the one excision specialist in Michigan is retiring. There's going to be a lot of change in this next decade, but we got to keep fighting, keep pushing for better care, keep writing our representatives. That's why they're in office because they're there to work for us, right? To do better by us, the people. And we need more excision specialists. We need better training. It needs to actually probably be a subspecialty like heart surgery or things like that, you know? Because majority of us, I know I've had two of them. We've had just the regular surgery, the ablation coagulation where they go in and they burn off the lesions or they like zap it with a laser. And which that leads to more pain and scar tissue and prolonging, it just prolongs our pain and the suffering, right? Endometriosis should be a one surgery, one and done. One excision surgery to remove the endometriosis lesions and that's it. This should not be a two, three, four, 15 surgery thing, right? We need to keep fighting and that's exactly what we're doing. And I'm so fucking proud of all of you. The amount of advocacy just even within the last like three years, the amount of accounts people are creating online, blogs, podcasts, YouTube channels, like everything, right? It's just bringing more awareness to us and we need more awareness, right? For a disease that's as common as 
breast cancer and diabetes, like we need more awareness. Most people still don't know what endometriosis is. You're doing so amazing. I'm so proud of all of you. Another interesting thing that I saw, endometriosis was finally officially surgically documented on the spleen for the first time ever. And what that means is that endometriosis has been found in every single organ, including the brain, right? This is not a painful period. It's not a reproductive issue. It's not in your head. The research is pointing that endometriosis is laid out when we are created in the womb. So essentially when you're still a ball of cells, you have three different layers and those layers get turned into all of your organs. And they're saying that endometriosis is coming from the mesoderm, <clears throat> which creates like your kidneys and your reproductive tract, which is why a lot of people with endometriosis have endometriosis along those lines, right? It's like the malarian tract and creates the malarian ducts, which are like your uterus ovaries and um, stem from the kidney, right? Along that path, right? It's not something, it's not caused by retrograde menstruation. It's not the same as the endometrium. There's nothing that you did to create this, right? If anything, this is a congenital disease, right? It's nothing that you did to create this. If they're thinking that it was created or laid out when we are being created as a human, right? There's nothing that you could have done to cause that. Obviously, <laughs> you were just being created, right? And so I love you all. Like you're doing so good advocating for yourselves, standing up for yourselves and pushing for diagnosis and accurate information to be out there. So now I'm going to share some fun things that I'm doing in March for Endo Awareness Month <clears throat> and ways that you can work with me as well. So this month, I am kicking off this month today with this podcast, <laughs> um, but every Wednesday and Friday in the month of March, I am hosting an endometriosis empowerment series where I am interviewing top experts in different fields such as excision surgery, hormones, fertility, nutrition, dietetics energy healing, all sorts of amazing trainings coming out for you this month. So you can feel more empowered in your journey with endometriosis. I want you to leave March feeling more empowered than you do right now. I'm giving you the tools and knowledge that you need to really like move through your journey with endometriosis. I'm speaking with Dr. Cook, who's a leading excision specialist, Katie over at Heal Endo. We have Dr. Olson, who's a pelvic floor PT. I have so many fun trainings planned for you this month. Get ready, gear up. If you're not already subscribed to the podcast, subscribe now or follow if you're on Spotify. Um, I've created a YouTube channel for those of you who would like to see the visuals of our recordings. They're going to be posted on my YouTube channel, which you can join below this podcast. Um, also, like Dr. Olson shows some trainings. Um, she gives like a she has a model that she shows you guys in the video. So if you're interested in that, subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you don't have Facebook, if you do have Facebook and you're in my Facebook group, the trainings will also be there. If you're not in my Facebook group, you can also join that below this podcast. I'm really excited to share all of that with you. Um, it's going to be a fun month. So gear up, turn on your notifications and subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a thing that's going to be all month long every Wednesday and Friday this month. Also the endometriosis self-love journal is back. I am so excited for this. So this is my 13 week self-guided 
self-love journal that was created by me when I was healing from excision surgery because I wanted a place to track my endometriosis symptoms while also really start to work on my mental health because if you're anything like me, like you know all too well that endometriosis can pull you into a dark, dark hole. And I didn't want that to happen to me after my excision surgery, right, with the pain and things like that. So I created this journal, right? So it includes endometriosis symptom tracker, guided journal prompts, weekly meal planners. I've added in some creative healing pages. There's so much inside of this journal, right? Daily gratitude, affirmations, like all of the fun things to help you really learn to cultivate self-love while living with endometriosis and how to really just feel more empowered in your journey with endo, right? This got a facelift. It's brand new. Um, I've added in more journal prompts, more fun pages. So if you previously know this was the endo babe journal and it got a facelift, it's going to be available on Amazon the first week of March. But if you want the PDF download, you can go to my Etsy, which is also below this podcast episode. (laughs) Um, And you can download the PDF there. So like if you have an iPad or something like that, I know a lot of people like you can write in um, on your iPad. So go ahead and check that out. I'm really excited that that's coming back because I've been asked about it a bunch, like where it went and it's not gone forever. It is back for March. Thirdly, the Pleasure Queen workshop, which is my love, sex, and endo workshop that was supposed to be in February, got rescheduled due to the natural disaster that took place in Texas during the original scheduled time for this event. So the Pleasure Queen workshop has been rescheduled. It's been reformatted to be even more amazing, right? So you're going to learn how to improve your relationship with yourself and with others in the Sex, Love, and Endo workshop, right? It's going to include now a self-paced course that you can watch the modules and do like the worksheets and things like that at your own pace. We're going to have a group call on March 13th with myself and the other women that are in the course. And I've also added one one one-on-one call with me for individualized help. For those of you that don't know, I'm getting certified as a love, sex, and relationship coach. So we can really integrate and dive deep into personal issues that are that you're needing help with in your relationships with yourself and with others and your sex life, right? And that one-on-one call. So go ahead and get your tickets at the link in the show notes. I'm very excited for that. Also, I'm hosting a work from home workshop. So if you are sick of having to call out of work because of your endo pain, having no control over your schedule and being so burnt out that you can't enjoy your life outside of work, like this five day workshop is for you, right? It's going to teach you the basics of becoming a virtual assistant so you can make money online and work from home. So you can quit your exhausting nine to five, right? If you have been interested in what it looks like to be a virtual assistant, right? What is a VA? What kind of tasks would you be doing? What would your schedule look like? How much money would you make? What would your mission and vision be? Like what kind of people do you want to work with? This five-day workshop is going to teach you all of that. And by teach, I mean it's going to be hands-on integrated, right? So it's going to be very personalized to the people that are in this workshop. Each day during the workshop is going to be at a different time, right? And so if to accommodate differing schedules. And if you miss one day, that's totally fine. You'll get access to the replay. You also get access to me via email for even more integrated one-on-one help. It's going to be intimate. It's going to be personalized. Like if you've been wanting to work from home, like this workshop is a must. It's also in pre-sale now until 
March 1st. So if you're listening to this podcast after March 1st, tickets are no longer in pre-sale, but tickets will be going up, I guess, on the 2nd now. Um, So through March 1st, you can get tickets, pre-sale tickets to that. If you have questions about any of this, you can always DM me on Instagram or email me at Chelsea Bree, C-H-E-L-S-E-A-A-A-B-R-I at gmail.com. And I can answer any kind of questions that you have about any programs or working together or anything like that, right? Or if you just want to chat, I am always available. And you can learn more about this workshop at the link in the show notes. Next, I'm so excited. I've created a membership for you guys. So it's going to be the More Good Day membership. So go ahead and get on the wait list at the link below. It's going to be coming at the end of March. So the More Good Days membership is my step-by-step guide to having more good days than bad, right? It's the same steps that I went through to go from being angry and sad and in pain all of the time to being where I am right now, right? Where I have more good days than bad. And it's the same steps that I take my clients through as well. So if you're struggling with coping with your endometriosis and your pain is getting in the way of your day-to-day life, like this monthly membership is for you, right? You're going to get access to all the steps and resources that I personally use and developed to manage my endometriosis and to help my clients when I took on health clients. All at a very, very, very affordable price. You can have the month-by-month option or you can pay in full for the entire year. You'll get um, a big discount if you pay for the entire year, right? And you can get on the wait list at the link below. And you can book a free discovery call at the link below as well. If you just want to hop on a call and chat about it, that's what I'm here for. Yeah, I'm really excited about this membership. It's been a long time coming. I've been wanting a way to be able to support more of you, right? To kind of reach the masses and help more of you have more good days than bad. And this membership is what that is going to be. I'm really excited for it. So get on the wait list. Doors are going to open towards the end of March. Also, This isn't for March, but if you have not heard, Babe Bash 2021 is going to be the weekend of October 8th through 10th. We have seven spots remaining out of 10. What this is, is an all-inclusive endometriosis retreat here in Austin, Texas, in the Hill Country at the beautiful resort. It's the Retreat Yourself weekend. I'm fucking so excited for this. We have so many amazing things planned for this retreat. It's literally the retreat that I wish that there was, and so I'm creating it. I have never seen anything like this. All-inclusive retreat is in 222 days from today that I'm recording this, Um, but it's going to be October 8th through 10th, so it's the only all-inclusive weekend retreat for people that have endometriosis. Come rejuvenate, heal, bond with other women, embrace your feminine power, and be pampered as fuck. This is the first of its kind, right? You're going to come connect with other women that have endometriosis in the beautiful hill country of Texas, and you're going to leave this weekend feeling so pampered and relaxed and connected to yourself and having cultivated deep lifelong connection to the other women that are in the group. We have so many fun things planned, such as cocktails and connecting, group activities, journaling, energy healing, sound baths, tarot card readings, mimosa bar brunch. I'm going to hire a personal chef who's going to come cook anti-inflammatory food for us. We're going to hang out by the campfire and just bond and be together with 10. It's going to be a very intimate group of 10 women, right? We have a yoga instructor, energy healer, who's going to be present. If you've listened to any of my podcasts, her name is Shalane. She's going to be there. We're going to have yoga and meditation. It's going to be just one of the most fun weekends. If 
you've never been to Texas in October, it is breathtaking. It's still like 80 or 90 degrees out. It's warm, amazing. I am so excited for this. If you have any questions about this, you can grab your tickets at the link below this um, or just DM me and let's chat about it, right? I have payment plans as low as $300 a month, but everything is included, right? Except for your flight. All meals are included. All activities are included. We have these beautiful retreat yourself gift bags filled with amazing gifts from our sponsors. I am, I am just excited to pamper the shit out of you. We've already sold three tickets, so there's seven spots remaining. If you want to be one of those seven women, grab your ticket now um, or just hop on the link on my email. Email me. Let's chat about it or DM me. Let's chat about it. If you have any questions, I hope to see you there. This is going to be amazing. And last but not least... I have two spots open for one-on-one coaching. My one-on-one coaching hasn't been open since last May. And as I've mentioned previously in this episode, I'm now getting certified as a love, sex, and relationship coach. So this, these spots are for love and life coaching, right? I'm here to guide you, to connect to your feminine power and really step into the woman that you want to become. In working together, I'll help you and you're going to learn really how to understand your brain and uncover any kind of limiting beliefs that are holding you back from actually reaching the goals that you want to reach, right? And keeping you in the same place. I'm going to help you understand your emotions and really learn tools, emotional release tools to process those emotions so they don't stay stagnant in your body, right? We're going to learn how to rewire your mind and change your thoughts, right? Because if you've listened to any of my prior episodes, you know that a lot of the things that we're saying to ourselves we don't necessarily have to believe, right? And most of the time they're really negative. And so I'm going to give you tools to help change those thoughts so you can move forward and just start to love yourself again, right? We're going to focus a lot on turning your self-hatred into self-love because I know especially for me, when I was first diagnosed with endometriosis, I was angry and I really hated my body. I hated the way I looked. I hated how everything fit me. I didn't, I hated the doctors. I was just like angry. Right. And so we're going to really turn that self-hatred into self-love. Right. I'm going to help you integrate your human design. And for those of you who don't know what your human design is, it's essentially your energetic DNA, your energetic blueprint really to living a happier and easier life, especially with endometriosis. Right. It tells you your unique strategy on how to live your best life right? And really just for a lot of people, it gives you your permission slip to be yourself. Like everything that you're already doing, you're like, oh, I already do that. Like it's in my energetic DNA, like in my human design, like that feels so good for me. And I've always done that, you know? And so it really helps show you how to move through life with the least amount of stress and resistance. And so in working together, I'll use your human design and teach you how to make your life a little bit easier and how to integrate that human design for yourself, Right. We're also going to work on creating energetically aligned goals and help you cultivate a growth mindset, along with giving you tools to cope with your endometriosis in a healthy way. Learn how to live with endometriosis and manage your endometriosis in a way that works for your specific body. Right. Because like I was saying earlier, it's so different for everybody. And in working together, we'll help you figure that out. There's a lot of different tools that go into managing endometriosis and figuring out what works for your unique body is key, right? And then again, because I am getting 
certified as a love, sex, and relationship coach, we're going to really work on relationships with yourself, with others, helping you let go of unhealthy relationship patterns, lean into pleasure, improve your sex life, and really embrace your feminine power. There are so many things that we do working together. And if this sounds like something that you are interested in, if you are wanting to really connect to your feminine power and become confident and emotionally intelligent so you can create meaningful relationships and lean into pleasure and have the sex life you want and find motherfucking meaning despite your endometriosis, this is for you. I have two spots available. And so if this is something that you're interested in, I would love for you to apply. We can hop on a free call and just see if this is even a good fit for where you are in your healing journey right now. You can apply at the link in the show notes to hop on a free call. Really put a lot of effort into those questions, right? Because that helps me get to know you a little bit better and really figure out how I can support you the best. I love you all. Happy Endo Awareness Month 2021. So many amazing ways to learn, to share, to advocate, and really to step into your most empowered, badass babe with endo self. I love you all. I'll catch you on the next episode of the Endo Babe podcast. Oh, babe, thank you so much for taking the time to listen today. I had so much fun and I'm so fucking grateful for every single one of you. If you thought that this was helpful or you loved any part of this podcast, I would love, love, love for you to screenshot it and post it on Instagram at Chelsea Bree, C-H-E-L-S-E-A-A-B-R-I and tag me. I would love to see what you're getting out of the episodes. It makes me so happy. I would also love it if you'd subscribe to the podcast and leave a review because that just helps other wonderful endo babes find me as well. I adore you and I believe that you don't deserve to feel like shit. You deserve to have a normal life despite endometriosis. So I love you so much and I hope you have a wonderful day and I'll catch you on next week's episode of the Endo Babe Podcast.